Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you're listening from, whatever time zone you're listening from. Welcome once again to the Orios Podcast. My name is James Adebisi and um, I will be your anchor today. And with me, I have Miss Andrew Joy. She's the co-founder of Evolved Relationships, an organization that helps people to build healthy relationships. She's also a Harvard certified mental health practitioner and is the chief programs officer at Generation Mental Health. That's a a youth-based global mental health organization. She's also a certified trauma and well-being practitioner. She has a postgraduate in counseling from the Tata Institute of Social Sciences in India. Andrew was also selected as a youth speaker at the World World Organization's Mental Health Report last year. She was also among the 15 fellows. Can you tell us a bit about yourself aside what I just said? Okay. Okay, okay. So yeah, I can I can just take it from here. Um, sh- uh, sure. So yeah, thanks, James. Uh, happy to be here. Um, so I think the introduction pretty much uh, covered. I think most of what I do right now. Um, I started off uh, in education. Uh, I was a teacher, Teach for India fellow for about two years. I taught in a public school in India. Um, third graders and fourth graders taught the math and English for about two years. I got really interested in education and education policy and trying to understand how uh, decisions get made when it comes to the education um, of our students, especially in public school settings, um, and moved to education policy after that. So worked there uh, for about, uh, worked in that space for about two years before I moved to mental health uh, and well-being. And I've been in this space for about three, three and a half years right now. Wow. That's that's some experience. So um, if I get if I get you right, you've been in education for a while, and then education policy, now in mental health. So you actually had a perfect intersection for what we want to talk about today. <laughs> <laughs> so um, so our, our topic for today is um, loving yourself as a form of mental care, and um, the thing with uh, love seems to be a big issue. <laughs> where there's a lot of controversy in some quarters as regards what exactly love love is and how it affects us uh, whether or not love is something that is just superficial or perhaps there's a deeper meaning is it chemical is it purely hormonal is it emotional is it physical or is there something spiritual something else about love what exactly is love i guess that's what i'm trying to ask you yeah, sure. Thanks for the question. And I think people uh, have spent entire lifetimes, I think, trying to find the answer to this question. So it's a, it's a deeply uh, philosophical and, and profound question that you've asked. Um, I think people, uh, like you said, have different interpretations. Um, people view love chemically. There are people who view love as an emotional experience. Um, and like you said, it can also be a very spiritual experience for some people. Um, it could be a combination of all these different things as well. Um, the one that I personally subscribe to um, is is a neurobiological explanation of love. Um, I think that we have uh, both pleasure and pain centers in our brain. And when we interact with ourselves um, or with uh, people in the world uh, in ways that uh, release uh, hormones and neurotransmitters uh, such as oxytocin or dopamine or you know typically called as these love hormones uh, we experience I think what we call as love um, we experience very intense an intense set of emotions intense moods um, and then and, and one that we want to keep going back to uh, so I think that's one explanation but certainly is not the only one um, the expression of love um, can be cultural 
right so i think we might all feel love in very similar ways in like in our body physiologically um it could be a racing heart or butterflies in our stomach um or you know experiencing deep desire for somebody um wanting to hug somebody uh, so the feelings might all be the same um the expression uh, can often be cultural so for example where i come from in india um up until um a few years ago um pda uh wasn't as common right like public display of affection wasn't as common it's something that you do uh in your houses in behind closed rooms um whereas now i think um as uh the world is sort of interacting with uh, each other we're interacting with each other in the world in different ways that expression is also changing so i think the expression can be cultural but um yeah i i i personally subscribe to a neurobiological um explanation of what love is Okay um thank you thank you Andrew um I think that was quite a comprehensive answer you managed to touch on the different ways through which we can actually express love um so well uh, for me <laughs> I'm not really sure what side of the divide I stand yet I just like I truly care about some people um auto which is fine you said I said yeah which is which is totally fine too Oh, thank you. Yeah. Um, so with this explanation, um how about when it comes to self-love? How how then do we describe like loving oneself, loving yourself? How do we describe that? What does that mean exactly? Yeah, so I think self-love if I try and put it in the simplest uh terms, uh it's it's uh, having a healthy and fulfilling relationship with yourself. right uh, we often talk about yeah we often talk about having fulfilling relationships with like a partner with our parents with our family uh, wanting to heal uh, wounds uh, that we shared you know with our with our family or with the world um, having a great relationship with your boss uh, and all of those are important to do uh, but i think the most fundamental of relationships is the one that you share with yourself um and making sure the relationship that you share with yourself is healthy it's fulfilling it's one that gives you joy um is uh, almost uh, fundamental to any other relationship uh in your life being fulfilled and and sort of thriving so that's what i would call um as uh, self love even even simple things right like um am i sleeping on time am i getting my 6 to 8 hours of sleep every day uh, am i eating uh, food uh you know three times or two times a day am i enjoying the food that i eat right um am i exercising am i taking out time to do the things that bring me joy even if it's two minutes or three minutes a day right um am i able to spend time with myself do i enjoy my own company um so really building building these blocks of your relationship with self is um what i would put uh as uh, put across as self love to see I've been listening to you um, I guess I'm going to have to review myself and <laughs> see if I actually love myself at all <laughs> I don't I don't get to sleep as much as I would love to mm. and I just I just eat what's available to me in most cases cuz you know how to get up and go to work I can't back so I, I guess I've been listening to you and your take on this I I really need to reassess myself and look at what self love is yeah. um but but that being said um Okay, there's the issue of mental health and love, and um, I think I think that's a big issue actually, not just not just here in Nigeria but or India where you are, but hmm. in the world globally really. I, I think the issue of mental health is 
it's something to pay attention to and um, I really believe that love does affect our mental health but I wanted us to look at it from the point of self-love like the amount of attention that we pay to ourselves as you have mm. described it now how exactly does it affect us mentally how does self-love affect our mental health yeah so I think just uh just going back to what i shared earlier right in response to your question on what is self love um so sleep food and exercise i think are three things that i mentioned um they are basics of i think having a good healthy relationship with yourself uh, but they are also basics of good mental health um often uh, in the work that i do with people uh, in my own training uh in my own practice right with in building my relationship with self these three things are fundamental right i think if uh, you don't have your sleep food exercise in order um in some sense you don't have your life in order right and when you don't have your life in order it starts um spreading or having ripple effects on all other aspects of your life it could be your work it could be your relationship with your family with your partner um and with with anything else really right and that then begins to uh, affect your mental health it can affect productivity it can affect um just general um sense of happiness accomplishment and motivation right so um a healthy relationship with self is is just fundamental to the good health of any other relationship uh that uh we hold um so in in some sense both are very deeply interconnected if not almost i would say the same thing right so um showing love to yourself having a good relationship with yourself uh is taking care of your mental health in some in some sense right so where where how do you define your worth in some sense right like are you uh do you think of yourself as worthy um of of love right and and or and of love from yourself not even from the world right do you think that um you're able to love yourself despite your flaws right and we we all we are we are all flawed human beings we all have uh, things that we are deeply embarrassed of or ashamed of or wished uh, you know we haven't done um right are you are you able to um, accept it for what it is and and sort of um look forward um are you aware of what your emotional triggers are do you know why those are your triggers right so just building a i think a deep sense of um awareness of self um in the pursuit of uh, understanding yourself better um and having a healthy relationship uh with yourself is extremely important to um have the basics of your mental health in, in place i think what we call that uh, i call that in my work preventive mental health right so uh, there is a, there is a whole realm of mental health work which is curative mental health which is if i'm diagnosed with um, anxiety or or bipolar disorder or 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 say, uh-huh. clinical depression um i go to a psychologist i go to a psychiatrist right and 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 uh, they help me they support me to kind of uh, work through through that illness um how do i even prevent myself or minimize the uh, chances of the onset of some of these mental health illnesses it's really in building the relationship with yourself right um so which yeah. is again just going back to the basics like sleeping on time eating on time exercising on time taking out time to uh, build meaningful relationships i think all of those are extremely important and 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 uh, really interconnected with uh, the state of our mental health Oh, thank you so much for that answer. Um so if if I get you right really um self love and uh, mental and our mental health is so interconnected interconnected and yes. it's almost the same really. Yes. And um also um if someone has an unbalanced self love it will affect our productivity and likely affect our ability to even love others. 
Yeah. Did you say that's correct? Okay. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. So I, my next question was going to be how do we develop self love, but <laughs> I don't know if that's necessary for you to ask anyone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think um, I, I think the basics are uh, what I shared earlier, right? It's just about getting your yeah. uh, sleep, food, and exercise in order. And as simple as that sounds, it's not so simple, right? And I think you yourself just shared um, with the kind of life that we lead nowadays, um, it's extremely hard to get uh, those six to eight hours of sleep every night. It's extremely hard to have meals on time, to have uh, making sure that we our nutrition nutrition needs are being met. it's extremely hard to take out time every morning for that run or you know going to the gym for the for that half an hour or that one hour it's very very hard um so um that's really the i would i would almost say that's really the first thing to do um in 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 pursuit of uh loving yourself and in pursuit of building a healthy relationship with yourself is just get these basic uh aspects of your mental health in order which is sleep food and exercise um beyond that uh, definitely like i also said uh, building meaningful relationships right like having one or two close friendships or relationship with family members or with an intimate partner um that uh, truly is is a place uh, where you feel safe you can express emotionally um is also i think uh, an important aspect uh of self love right so i mean beyond that also it, it just depends on i think um what are the things that you derive motivation and drive and satisfaction from uh but sleep food exercise and and meaningful relationships i would say are basics of uh developing self love um still on the subject of self love um let's say my partner is someone who is going through a tough time and i've done my best to be there for for her right but it's coming it's getting to a point where i myself you know having to you know deal with my own issues and then having to be there for my partner it's getting to a point where i'm feeling overwhelmed how do i show love to myself while still being able to show love to her in this scenario what would you advise so um let me help me clarify the 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 question a little bit uh, james you said in a situation where your partner needs you uh a lot more and you're not able to be there for them is that the situation yeah i think that's pretty much it it's getting to a point where you know taking on their own challenges and trying to be there for them it's beginning to now affect my own mental health how do i still show myself self love while i'm still there for them how do i balance the two yeah and and uh, this is something that uh, we work with uh, real time with our clients who um, uh, who seek our support to build uh, their own relationships with their partners is is just setting healthy boundaries right um with with your partner and with yourself too um often as soon as you hear, hear the word boundary i think people often think of it as separation you know um or or divisions um or or or, or a selfish act um but that's not really what boundaries are boundaries are actually an act of great love um when you set boundaries with somebody what you're trying to tell them is hey i want to be there for you um but i also want to be there for you in a sustainable fashion right i don't want to completely empty myself out um in a way that i'm burnt out and i'm not be able to be there for you right um so i think the in the situation that you just shared um something that stood out to me is the need to set healthy boundaries right so uh, telling telling the partner that um 
let's have a conversation and i i i really want to be there for you i understand what you're going through i know how tough it can be um i feel uh, overwhelmed right now to be able to support you all the time can we figure out other support systems for you right uh, who are friends of yours that you can also seek support from right or can talk to uh, when i am not able to be there right um what are some self help tools or self help techniques that you yourself can maybe exercise um before maybe we have a conversation and not every time right sometimes right but i think uh, having that conversation about these are the things that i can do for you because i love you and these are the things i cannot i may not be able to do for you also because i love you right um, so i think boundary setting is is very important and again like all of these things are also connected to self love right boundary setting is important in a partner relationship but it is also important to set boundaries for yourself right i know that this is something that i can do and no i know that this is something i cannot do so i need to be strict with myself um about being able to adhere to those boundaries uh that means uh, part of actually loving someone else may actually mean that sometimes we set boundaries and let them know that we may not be able to help them in a way that is going to be unsustainable for both of us. Yes, absolutely. And that's what oh. will make the relationship sustainable. Mm. Okay, I think I think that that makes a lot of sense. Now I I want to ask the last question. I'm just nicketing. So there's sure. this issue of um the way men or males are you know perceived in society in, in mm-hmm. most societies and it's it's like uh we are not allowed to you know cry we're not allowed to look weak we're not allowed to look like we have challenges mm-hmm. you know we just always have to be there we have to be strong we have to be the one that you know carries everybody that is connected to one way or the other on your shoulders um is there a way we can you know let off steam sometimes without uh, without looking like uh we can handle ourselves or I guess I guess my question is just how can we as men in a society like this uh, help ourselves what can we do to make things better for ourselves Yeah I yes, think right? Yeah yeah and I think that's a um, very pertinent question in these times because there is a lot of conversation happening about it right because I think um maybe uh, 20 years ago or 30 years ago the way that we brought our children up was very different from the way that some parents are raising their children today right and yeah. like you said uh, boys were encouraged to just be strong um not uh, share uh not share their vulnerabilities uh because they are they are protectors and they are providers right um but uh, everybody has mental health needs uh including men um and i think what's what's important to figure out and i think it goes goes to the whole topic goes back to the whole topic of self love is figuring out how how do how do you want your mental health care needs to be taken off uh, the mental health care needs to be taken care of right um yeah. and and similar to how uh, men don't cry or uh, you know boys should not cry doesn't fit everybody um all men should cry to be able to uh, you know uh, feel feel better uh when whenever they're not uh, feeling great is also not a great one size fits all approach right there there may be men who uh, might want and need that space to to um, 
to cry or to share or to express their vulnerabilities and there may be men who want to cope in other ways with their mental health uh, uh, struggles right uh, it it could yeah. be something as, uh, as as straightforward as um, exercising or it could be something uh, like going out and and maybe having some time with their friends um, yeah. and i think it's it's really uh, in some sense contingent about the individual to build that awareness whether you're a man or a woman to understand um what kind of mental health care works for you right and for some men it could also just be therapy um uh, like for everybody else like for women it's the same thing right like i i know people for whom therapy really works um and i know women for whom therapy doesn't work uh they prefer uh, actually talking to a peer than going to a therapist uh just maybe because of the setting or because they like uh, having perspectives from different people at a time and i know women who um, actually enjoy channeling um their grief uh you know uh, over time into um what what society would call quote unquote productive pursuits right like so building something uh, out of the out of the grief that they are feeling um and i would say the same thing applies for men as well um it may as, as a man if you are struggling from um a, a mental health uh, a issue or a mental health illness uh, you could consider therapy you could also consider um you know seeking support from your friends you could also consider uh maybe uh doing things that bring you joy like like journaling or 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 exercising or uh maybe working uh, or if you're an entrepreneur building your product right so <laughs> i guess it it depends on uh, it depends on uh, who you are and what kind of work for you oh thank you so much so um but i think part of what stood out for me here is self discovery is actually key to to uh maintaining one's mental health so figuring out yeah. what works for you really yeah absolutely oh. okay um so uh, thank you so much andrew um I'm, once again um i'm going to i'm going to let our audience know that you are the co-founder of evolve relationships and i guess that's why you were able to answer my question so holistically um <laughs> <laughs> uh, <clears throat> So our organization helps people to build healthy relationships. But she's also the chief programs officer at Generation Mental Health. Um, so she has, she does have vast experience when it comes to mental health. I uh, once again, so thank you so much, Andrew, for showing up on our podcast today. And um, yeah. to, to everyone listening, please ensure to tune in again um, every month. We release a podcast where we feature a guest speak on mental health. Um, so and have a good day. Enjoy the rest of your day. Um, Bye. Thank you. Thank you James, it's been a pleasure.